All right, what are we talking about? Why don't we start recording or like start the podcast and we'll talk about it. Good call. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. I felt I felt like we were so much more in sync on that intro than we were on the last on last week's intro. You agree? Yeah. Well, now we're out of sync because you broke sync. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. If you're new to this podcast, we're all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. And we had an outpour. Is that the right word? I don't a know. Pouring out. That's the same idea. We had an epiphany of people just That's coming not. through. Okay, Michael Scott. And thanking us uh, for putting another podcast episode out. Some people have said, you know, don't stop doing this again. And that means a lot. Thank you. I appreciate it. I am very happy to be doing it again. So thank you. Today, the, the time that you're hearing this, it's the 29th. The new year is coming. 2020 is coming to an end. Before we dive all the way into it, let's talk about this little 30-day full body group challenge because I plugged it at the end of the podcast and a lot of people probably didn't hear about it. But it's something that I'm pushing starting January 4th. At the time of recording this, there are slots still available. There's going to be a link in the description below. I'm also going to leave a video that explains what it's about, not just the link to check out, but basically it's 30 days of behavior change to really go after your mental fitness. We're going to do weekly Zoom calls with myself and the entire group inside of my app, the physical training, the nutrition, and then the mental fitness. It's all rolled up into a perfect little package that is doable for you. No matter your starting point, you can do this. So check out the link in the description below. It also helps us build this business, build this, and I'm excited to work with you. So come work, come work with me. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Should we next go into the gratitude point? Okay. Let's do it. All right. The gratitude point. This is the section of the sec sec section segment. This is the segment of the show where we off the top of our head hit you with our gratitude point. What it's meant to do is shift your perspective. You can do the same thing. Right now, you can do it. Press pause. I always do that. I always say press pause and then I'm about to say something. Well, because ideally they would have pressed pause and then press play and then would hear you. I'm already confusing myself. Basically, think of something that you are grateful for. It really shifts the perspective. Whenever you're having a down day, it can really, really redistribute those thoughts and put you in a better place. It's it's really, really worked and improved my life. So you want to go first? Yeah. All right. So today, the, the time of this recording, it is Christmas Day. And um, I, we both work at a hospital, uh, but I work in a part of the hospital where, um, you know, we somebody always has to be there. So it was my turn to work a holiday. I was a little sour this morning about having to go to work. I, I could not tell. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't like terribly sour, but I was a little mm. sour. Okay. And uh, I, I got to work and I realized there's a whole lot of people that I'm about to see today that are having a much worse Christmas than me. Yeah. And yeah. I get to go home at the end of the day and none of these people that I saw today got to. Yeah, it's true. Um, 
And that was a big perspective shift for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very grateful for our health, for our jobs, even though we work or I work on some holidays, we still make time for family and we had our Christmas yesterday. So I'm yeah. very grateful for you and for our health. Something that rings in my head is the comparison game. And I, I actually mm-hmm. spoke with my 60 day full body group challenge folks yesterday at the time of recording this. And we were talking about self-negative talk. We were talking about the comparison game that we all do, I think, to a certain extent. And how I brought up the point, like, we all do a fantastic job at comparing ourselves to someone that we feel is more successful or prettier or more money or whatever. We do a great job at comparing ourselves to that person. We never compare ourselves to anyone that is less fortunate. I think that the comparison game is not a good thing. I don't think you should compare up, compare down. Like, I don't think that it makes sense. It's not fair to your brain. Having said that, if you are going to go that route and if you're going to do that comparison game, then I encourage you to also compare yourself to the people that are less fortunate because that it, it always shifts in my head. It always shifts in my head. I'm like, you know, I, if you can't find an example, just just do a basic Google search on COVID and what it's done to so many people and how we've talked about how you know, just because just you didn't die from COVID doesn't mean that you you heal up completely and you're yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're doing well. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people have been s- struck with, you know, a lifetime of COPD or a lifetime of lung issues or other things. And it just, the comparison game is never good. Mm-hmm. It's never, never good. And that always shifts my perspective if I ever go into that bad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, today, what it is. Oh, is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so, we actually, we came up with this podcast idea last night. We were sitting, talking about um, things, life in general. Uh, and we started talking about how, and we've, I think, kind of touched on this on the podcast before, But just how relationships, I feel like we tend to treat them as the society in general, the idea is a relationship will bring you happiness. Like people are happy in a relationship because they're in a relationship. When in reality, your happiness is what you need to bring to the relationship. There's a big difference. If you depend on an external factor for your happiness, that's unfair to that other person that you depend on them for your happiness. That's not fair. That's so funny that you say that. I'm not going to mention names, but like I literally was just slapped in the face with like three different couples that I know right now that like we've seen that here recently. We felt that here recently, you know? Yeah. And, and we've, We've been, been there, there too. We've been there too. Absolutely. And that's how we can talk today, I feel like, about it because we've been in that situation. And I can't say that we won't be in that situation sure. again. I, I think that that's a fine line that you have to be very cognizant of is who and what you're depending on for your happiness. And it's most important and most long lasting when it comes from within and not from an external force. And that means. Something, someone, somewhere, all of that is subject to change, right? But coming from within of, from your happiness as a source makes a 
a big difference. Got it. Because it's it. not dependent on external factors. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and I like I when you say that, you know, it rings the, it rings back in my head of holding on to individualism. Yeah. You know, holding on to individualism. We've talked about that before. I talked about how in our wedding vows, I even said, I never want us to become one person. It yeah. needs to be two separate people that creates that one relationship. Yeah. Well, I think that's the source of a lot of unhappiness is yeah. that you, in a relationship specifically, is that you lose your individuality. Yeah. So. Which it's easy to do. It, it is. You know. It is. Because you, I mean, that's the person you spend your life with, right? Yeah. So it makes sense to kind of morph into one blob instead of two separate people. Yeah. But you have to be your own person. You have to continue to be that individual that came into the relationship or you lose sight of why you're together yeah. in the first place. You know, that like in my head goes to this, but it, like it all ties back out. It all ties back into the same concept that like I look at it as my, and I've said this before, I look at it as my responsibility to take care of myself for this relationship for you. It's, you know, it's who you met. And of course I'm not going to be the same person that I was when I'm 19 like, I understand those limiting factors, you know, yeah. and I'm not saying like, I have to always have abs. It's not that it's like not letting myself go just because like, you know, the quote unquote, the hunt is over. I've found my forever person. You know, I think that that's, I think that's a part of that individualism and it's, you know, it, it's my role. It is my role. Like, yeah. I know that's getting in the weeds a little bit, but I think it's still, bit. it still applies though. Yeah, I agree with that. But go ahead. Um, So the... The story that I want to bring up specifically and talk about today is um, something that happened between us um, eight years ago, nine years ago. Damn, was it that long ago? Yeah. Um, because it was when you had your jet ski accident. So that was eight eight years ago, I think. I thought it was six years, regardless. Oh, long well, it was six while years. While back. Two years ago, it was six years. See? Six years ago. Go ahead. <laughs> So, um, and that, that doesn't have anything to do with the story, but that's just my, how I remember that it was the same year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, November of that year. I'm pretty sure it was 2012. Could have been 2011. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, we were very unhappy. Yeah, we were. Um, we loved each other. Uh, Have have we talked about this at all? On this podcast? I think maybe a little bit. Or maybe on the main channel, main Matt Lane Fitness yeah. channel. Yeah. Um, and But we just, we were very unsettled, unhappy, whether we were together or apart, we were just not satisfied. Um, yeah. Like just not getting what we wanted out of life, out of a relationship. And it wasn't like you were doing one thing or I was yeah. screwing up in one area. It was very hidden, I think. Yeah. And, and personally, like I was very distracted by everything else going on around and couldn't focus on us. Like I was very focused on like, look at those happy people. Like, oh, why? Okay. like she has a great man. Okay. But then like I'd look back and say, well, there's nothing different between what he's doing and what matt's doing you know like it's a comparison game yeah it was just that compare like they seem much more happy like i should be happier i should be whatever and i'm not and that really got in my head and i remember it got to the point of we were sitting in the back room we're sitting on the floor yep in the back bedroom i remember and 
we were just going back and forth. I mean, it was a conversation. It wasn't an argument. It wasn't anything. It was just a very sad conversation. We were sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't we have like the lights off, but the only light was from coming from the hallway. I'm really trying to paint the picture I in think my head so. again. Yeah, yeah, like it was just, an, I don't even know how we got back there yeah. sitting on the floor, but yeah. we, by the end of the conversation, we're like, well, I mean, the only thing to do is to break up. Yeah, we weren't happy together. We didn't want to be apart. Yeah. But we weren't happy together. And being unhappy together was worse than being apart in our heads at that moment. Yeah. So we decided to break up. Yep. And um, so Matt moved out and stayed with Craig. Yeah, with Craig. He was on uh, one of the last one of the last episodes. Um, yeah. I think 72, 73. Yeah. And it, I felt more out of control and more unsettled and just absolute mayhem was going on in my head when we split when we split up but then um and are you okay with me yeah it's fine uh so um you know what you do when you're trying to get over someone is seek someone out so uh you know matt found someone um that actually worked with all of us at the hospital and um that pushed me right over the edge (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so you know, and that was just a, to clarify. It was just a hookup. I mean, let's yeah, be point blank here. But you know, you know, when you when you work in the vacuum of yeah gossip at a hospital. Yeah. I mean, and we literally we worked. It was such a con- uh, it was such like a confusing time because like yeah that literally has never been my life. One of the dogs just kicked the camera again. Dang it, <laughs> Roman! Hey, move it, move it. All right. By the way, if you are listening to this, you can watch this. There's a link in the description down below. Podcast channel, the BTYE podcast. It was such a confusing time. It was. It was such a time that I, I'm right there with you. There was such a like out of control feeling and empty and didn't know what direction to go. And not to make it sound so dramatic, but I had lost my person. But, and I felt that I was like, I lost my person, but I was like, the answer is not to go back. That's not the answer, and and I didn't even know why. That's what that's why it was so awful, mm-hmm. and like this this fling, this hookup. It was, I I I I don't know. It was that's not who that's not who I was. Yeah. It was never been my thing. Well, it it was numbing. It was numbing exactly. Uh, but and that's not what the this podcast is about. So I know, but I think it's very important to be transparent. You yeah. Know? I mean, and people have actually messaged us and be like, "I want y'all's relationship." Like, you yeah. know, like. Oh well, I mean, if we're going that deep and being that transparent, I mean, what does one do when one has been broken up with and that one the other half hooks up with someone? You also hook up with someone. It's retaliation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what's so funny is like we didn't know that. Like we didn't yeah. know that it was just a it was just a knee jerk reaction and um anyway so thirty days we went through this craziness it, it's how weird that it was thirty days yeah yeah um to the day yeah and we uh, decided it was actually it's um, terrible marketing on my part for this program to be the thirty day full body group challenge go ahead <laughs> and it was actually um. And I really feel bad for Melissa now because it was my <laughs> that's best her, friend's. That's her best friend. My best friend's wedding. 
was going on during or you know planning was going on during all this well the my best friend's wedding day i was so <laughs> beside myself and unhappy and just like how could she be getting married and we just broke up and um i really took some time to think after the wedding during the reception and i i called matt and i was like i don't want to do this without you yeah um and we we worked it out obviously. yeah we did <laughs> yeah it was it was weird i remember well it wasn't weird that we got back together it was weird that you called or texted and it was very it wasn't nonchalant but it wasn't like we're getting back together it was you know it was not like i'm running through a terminal to save the airplane from taking off because he's leaving for wyoming it was not that at all it was it was a text message and then it was a conversation later that night and i remember specifically feeling and thinking we cannot get back together just because we're unhappy so that means, why is it that we were unhappy? And we started talking and thinking and chewing and knowing that what literally stood on this was the forever person yeah. not being with one another. And it boiled down to communication. Yeah. It and, really boiled down to communication. And we had the opportunity to date. Like, we didn't really date when we got together. And that was my favorite part about that. Like, I would drive over to Craig's. And like we went, oh, like we, okay. We like hung out in your room there. <laughs> so, so you're talking about you and I, like, because a lot of people don't know how our relationship started. Like, this is a real transparent. Yeah, podcast. you want to talk about transparency, bro? <laughs> Here it is. So, Jenna and I got out of both got out of bad relationships, and they were fairly long term relationships. And one night I came over. And I literally never left. Yep. Um, I remember the following day, I went back to my dad's house, who I was living with at the time. It was was several days, I think. Yeah, it's true. I was 19 at the time. And I think it might have been three days later. And I went and grabbed some clothes and came back. And I always remember, I would always do 110 miles an hour, because that's as fast as my car could go. It was a Honda Accord 2000 white. And... (laughs) That's as fast as the car could go. That's as fast as I could get back to you. And each time I would go back to my my dad's house and get just a little bit more clothes. The first, it was like three days in and then it was like a weekend, a week and a half, two weeks goes by, three weeks, like a month. And he's like, all right, Matt, who is she? (laughs) And I was like, she's pretty awesome, dad. She's pretty awesome. So the story of us is that I showed up and I never left. Yeah, so we didn't really have that time to you know, date and like, it's true. And so there was no like courtship. There was no like, let's go out to dinner. And like, I'm trying to figure her out. It was just bam. Yeah. And I got to tell you that portrayed in movies is not accurate because we were living together and getting to know each other and figuring each other out. How the fuck did we work? I don't know. There was a lot of times because I remember, and I even remember saying this to you, like, um, you know, I'm so mad at you. I'm so frustrated to you, with you. Like, why am I so, like, like a magnet to you? Why can I not get rid of you? I remember you. <laughs> I remember you saying years later that you said in your head, you were like, 
why can I not shake this guy? Yeah. Not like you wanted to get rid of me, but it was like, this shouldn't work. And I remember that I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, she just got out of a long relationship. So did I like, yeah, I mean, like it wasn't supposed to work. No, like we both were not in the correct mindset, I think, to go into a relationship. Um, no, for sure not. No, I like, I know that. And it, it's, I think that's more of a testament to like what I really have for you that that worked because I yeah. had never done that before in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think that we're probably the best example of entering a relationship in a healthy mindset. Yeah. But um, we learned from each other. We grew. We grew as people. Yeah. As individuals. Um, but we just, we got into the weeds with life and lost our individuality and our own interests. And, you know, that, that's hap- that happens. It happens all the time. It's so easy. But... When we did get back together, can you hear that dog snoring? She's snoring so bad. She's Go ahead. Wake up. Hey, relax. No, not stop relaxing. Stop relaxing as much. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so we really tried to focus on our own interests and common interests, and um, you know, spending time away from each other. Not like going on vacation without each other or anything, but you know, like spending. You did do that a handful of times. I was Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. See world and whatnot. Yeah, but uh, thank you. Got it. Besides the point. Okay. Push the button. Matt's um, ADD my... moment. Oh. Matt's ADD moment, everyone. Brought yeah. to you by the 30 Day Full Body Group Challenge. Go check it out. Link in the description below. Go ahead. I did go on vacation without Matt because he wouldn't go with me and a toddler <laughs> to maybe, Disneyland. Maybe I'll hit the <laughs> maybe I'll hit the mute button. <laughs> Anyway, so we just, we lost track of our individuality and um, I think it was some leftover uh, issues that we had that we brought into the relationship as well. Um, And so like I started working, working, working on gardening. Um, That's when I started landscaping and over landscaping and re-landscaping. You did that for three years straight. Mm. Yeah. And that was my therapy. That was my time away. I, it was something that I learned. That had a lot to do with your employer, though. Too. Yeah. But it also, that was my thing. Sure. Like, Any time I would ask ask you to start, like, I would be like, oh, I want Matt to learn to love this, too. And then you'd come help me because you also wanted to spend time with me. And then I'd be like, oh, go away. Yeah, never mind. I want to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. But, and then you've always had... You know, you're individual. You've always got a thousand things you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, I, that's never changed. I mean, I I think it's even more so now, but especially, mm-hmm. I mean, especially now. But when I was 19, probably not nearly as much. Yeah. 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 Let me tell. Let me ask you this: Do you think that your definition of happiness, understanding of happiness, when we first got together? You think it was different than it is now? And I'm not yeah. saying like your definition. I'm saying like how you view it, how you treat it. Yeah. Yeah. When we got together, I didn't know. I, I, I had no idea how I could even define happiness. Happiness wasn't even really a question. No. Happiness was like a state of mind for a day. If yeah. That, happiness was like. I got know, happy because I bought something. Yeah. Like literally like this food makes me happy. Yeah. Or this item that I just bought made me happy. It wasn't it happiness wasn't, was like this eternal like. Yeah. Process for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, it didn't come from within. And I think that's how I can speak to it because yeah. I've looked for happiness and external things yeah. for my entire life. And yeah. it, that's not a long-lasting happiness. Yeah. never is. Yeah, it's true. But it, it, it it's funny that my definition of happiness, you know what, not even my definition of happiness, my understanding of happiness has changed. You know, like I've said it before, I understand the global picture. I understand the macro view that is fitness, wellness. I know all the things that it takes to make it work. I get that. Happiness is something that I feel like I've worked on and tried to understand, and now I can actually see a more global macro view. I haven't mastered it, but I have such more of a macro view in, in that, you know, it truly is in those times where you have to have the good with the bad. You have mm-hmm. to have unhappy times to have happy times. It's, well, not a, it's not a constant state of happiness. No, well, and I think if you only had happy times, you wouldn't realize that they're happy times. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know all this ties in, but the original subject that we were talking about was really what? The, the, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you, uh, you need to bring happiness to relationships. There you go. Yeah. That relationships aren't responsible for your happiness. So, um, and I, just to kind of touch back too on, um, you know, that's an unfair thing to expect of your other half. Yeah. Uh, because they don't know what's in your head. And really, I think what comes along with the expectation of someone else bringing you happiness is the lack of communication, too. Um, I think those go very much hand in hand, which they're very opposite. Because you can't expect somebody to make you happy if you don't tell them how to make you happy. Okay. So, yeah, you don't. what you're saying is, like, you can't fully invest that one person being like, look, you got to make me hundred percent happy. If you don't make me hundred percent happy, I'm out. Screw this life. Like, you know, it's on you to a certain extent is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, and the thing is you're going to have ups and downs individually and in a relationship. And mm-hmm. if you're both are in the Valley relationships in the Valley, like who's going to help who yeah. up. Um, and I think that's incredibly important too. We've certainly leaned on each other yeah. when we've been in a Valley um, you know, and that's not happiness that's coming from it. It's communication and relying on each other to help each other through. That's very different concepts. Yeah, I agree. And you feel like we've been in valleys together or do you feel like it's typically been, you've been in a valley and I've not been in that valley and vice versa? Yeah, I think that we've had, we may not have been like complete opposites always, but we've certainly, we've definitely peaked separately which is good yeah peaked in the valley at uh, what's the peaks and valleys well i mean but you don't peak in a valley you uh the average you don't i guess you hit rock <laughs> the mean you hit rock bottom in the valley <laughs> <laughs> you're saying like the bottom of the valley yeah i don't feel like we've hit the bottom of the valley no but at least our lowest of lows that we've experienced you know that is a responsibility partially for your um other half is to help you through it emotionally support you through it um but it is not their responsibility to bring you the happiness it's not their responsibility to get you out of that valley either and you know i know that we've done a podcast like this before early on i remember that but i know that we didn't share this story especially into this intimate of detail and and i've always said like 
if we ever put content out that is repetitive, I don't think it's a bad thing. No. I think there's still different angles that can be taken. Yeah. And yeah. And, and kind of off subject, but the reason why I was thinking about that part of our lives the other day was, um, I still work very closely with that person, um, that you had hooked up with while we were broken up. And for the first, and I didn't for a long time, I didn't work very closely with her, but I remember that crazy feeling that I felt for a long, long time, yeah, years after, um, and I think it was a confidence thing and sure. myself, but threatened and in, in, in our relationship too, and kind of an exposed feeling as well. Um, but we've recently started working very close together again. Yeah. And I found myself, we were talking the other day and, um, I respect her as a person. Uh, I respect what she does, and yeah. she's a very hard worker. She's very successful. Yeah, and I want to say right now, f- if by any chance that person is listening, I, I hope you know that this is not throwing any shade towards no, you at all. No, absolutely not. No. no. Um, and I found myself trying to imagine, like, work up those feelings again, like those, like, craziness feelings, and it just wasn't there. And it just made me think about how, you know, at that time in our lives – that was something that I was very confident to say I would never get over. And what do you think that is? Do you think that's acceptance? Do you think that's trust? Do you think that's time? Do you think, I think what it's do you think just time, and I think it's, I mean, confidence in our relationship. True. And, and just knowing that that's in the past. Like, that's not an issue anymore. That's a non-issue. Yeah. And it, like so it, why live with it? Why live with it? And you're, you're, it's, it's so true. Like, why, why hold on to that yeah. begrudged feeling? Yeah. Um, uh, you know. She's seems like she's in a very happy, healthy relationship, and so are we. Sure. And there's absolutely no reason to hold anything against her. She did nothing wrong. Yeah, you did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. That was a process. We were all just very unhappy. Yeah, it's a process and reaction. <laughs> and that's how we all kind of magnetized towards each other. Honestly, yeah, I think that's how you two ended up the you know where you were. It's just happiness finds each other yeah that's a happy unhappiness is a strong magnet it's so funny you mentioned that because i remember so the relationship that i was in previously before jenna and i i was cheated on by a very close co-worker i mean i mean and it's i remember the vicious feelings i had inside of me and lack of confidence and distrust and that was the end of the relationship there but every time i saw that person i couldn't speak to him I couldn't without just, I didn't out of fear of what I would say of just negative reaction. I didn't want to. And I remember time passed, took some time, but time passed. And I remember intentionally having conversations with him and having that sort of acceptance and being like, he didn't do anything wrong. It was not on him, you know? And now, honestly, I look at that previous relationship and I really don't even point a finger at her. Like I really, I hold no malice in my heart. Yeah, because you're... I think you both were very unhappy and she yeah. was lashing out in the sure. only like way that she could. And I think it's like, I think that's so important to say right there because it's a decision to be like, I'm not going to hold on to that for mm-hmm. her. I'm not going to hold on to that f- f- about him for him. I know people that hold on to that, that distrust for the rest of their life and that, that black pit that they have in their heart. Yeah, It's so... It's doing you a disservice. Yeah. You have to let that go. Well, and 
I think I know that I don't want to be held. I don't want people to think the same way about me as they did when I was 20, when I was 25. Yeah, right. I'm not the same person. And I know that other people aren't either. And if you, if we make them the same person that they were a long time ago and making mistakes and, and figuring out life, that's unfair because yeah. we're all a different person than we were even yesterday. Hopefully we're yeah. all growing and learning and becoming better people and oftentimes by making bad decisions Abs- and learning 100%. from them. Oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. So like, I don't want to be judged as the same person I was 10 years ago. So why would I judge them for the person that they were 10 years ago? Now, that doesn't mean just, you know, blindly trust everyone and forgive everyone. But realize that people grow and people change. And um, you should allow them that opportunity. I like that a lot. You feel like you got more? Um, No, I think that's about it. Same. You know, this wasn't specifically an... And singularly about happiness, but I think it's kind of the the evolution of that story. There's a lot of good that you can pick from that story of ours from the past. Decisions. Yeah. You know, that's so how I see it. Yeah. Well, and just, we worked it out where a lot of people don't and think about what, where we would be if, if we hadn't humbled ourselves and said, you know what? We weren't happy. And so then we did some stupid stuff and it made us more unhappy. So and then we went our separate. Yeah. And then we went our separate ourselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, that took a lot for both of us to say, you know, okay, we tried this. It didn't work. We tried that. Like, let's figure each other out. Like maybe it's me. (laughs) Yeah. And then you say, you know, like maybe it's me and you know, most likely it's both of you. (laughs) <laughs> I agree with that. Well, and I think, of course, you can't speculate, like, where would I be? You know, yeah. like, you can't speculate and be like, had we not gotten back together, who knows where we would be. But I can only imagine, and I can, what I would be doing right now, this podcast, the idea of this, I I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, it's, it's tough for me to believe that without your support, without your encouragement, without your um, respect, respectful slaps in the face to me that were well-deserved and needed without every bit of that, everything of what I'm doing, what they're hearing and seeing the 30 day full body group challenge. I could not do it without you. So I thank you greatly. Well, same to you. You've pushed me. You've made me a better person by pushing me. Um, and I'm fairly certain I know exactly where I'd be without you. So, Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, that's a mushy way to end this transparent as hell podcast. <laughs> yeah. Now you know some of our deep, dark secrets. Yes, indeed. They're really not deep and dark. We talk about them all the time. But Hey, Mom and Mom, really hope you didn't hear this. That'd yeah. be great. Hey, Mom, I married my one-night stand. Talk to you guys next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. That was a pretty good ending, babe. That was pretty good.
I hope she didn't listen that far. Me and you both. <laughs> Go check out the 30-day 30 30 full body group challenge. I love you so much. Bye-bye.